0: я и организации объединённых наций уже сейчас могу сказать о том, что решение о создании ООН было принято как раз в нашей стране на ялтинской конференции. As
1: our interview will be broadcast before my address. I believe it's not wise to speak about everything that I'm going to say, but I'll give you the general outline. I'll recall the history of the United Nations, and what I can say is that the decision to create this organization was made here in our country, in fact at the Yalta Conference. The decision was made in the Soviet Union, Russia, the Soviet Union, and Russia as the legal successor of the USSR is one of the founding nations of the United Nations and a permanent Security Council member. Sure, I'll have to say a few words about how the current situation and about how international relations are shaping up today. The United Nations remains the only universal international organization which is charged with maintaining international international peace and security. And in that sense, there's absolutely no alternative to it. Clearly, it has to adapt to a changing world, and we've all been constantly debating how it should change, at what pace, and what should be changed exactly. And, of course, I'll have to, not just that I'll have to, but I'll definitely avail myself of the opportunity to speak from this international rostrum to give the Russian vision of the future of this organization and the international community.
2: There is much anticipation that you will speak about the threat of ISIS and that your presence in Syria is related to that. What is the purpose of the presence in Syria and how does that relate to the challenge of ISIS?
0: Я думаю think... I believe, I'm pretty certain that virtually everyone
1: speaking from the United Nations platform is going to talk about the fight, about the need to fight terrorism. And I can't avoid this issue either. Regarding our, as you put it, presence in Syria. As of today, it's taken the form of supplying weapons to the Syrian government, training personnel and providing humanitarian assistance to the Syrian people. Today terrorism is a threat for many states in the world. A large number of people suffer from their criminal activities, hundreds and thousands, millions of people suffer from terrorism. And we're all tasked with joining efforts in order to overcome this common evil. In regards to our, as you said, presence in Syria. it's expressed in the form of supplying weapons to the Syrian government, training of the personnel, rendering humanitarian assistance to the Syrian
0: people. Мы исходим из Организации Наций. We proceed from the UN Charter, which means from the fundamental
1: principles of international law under which any assistance, including military, can and should be rendered exclusively to a legitimate government of a country with their consent or at their request, or upon the decision of the UN Security Council. In this case, we are dealing with a request from the Syrian government to render them military and technical assistance, which we are doing within the framework of lawful
0: international contracts.
2: Secretary of State John Kerry said the United States welcomes your assistance in the battle against ISIS. Others have taken note of the fact that these are fighter planes, anti-aircraft systems, uh, and those are for use against a conventional army, not extremists.
1: There is only one legitimate, conventional army, and that is the army of the President of Syria, Bashar al-Assad, and he's facing, according to the interpretation of some of our international partners, the opposition.
0: But in fact, really,
1: in real life, the army of Bashar al-Assad is dealing with terrorist
0: organizations.
1: But in fact, really, in real life, the army of Bashar al Assad is dealing with terrorist organizations. Surely you know better than I about the hearings which have just taken place in the Senate, if I'm not mistaken, where the military.